Hey, I want to extend a special uh, welcome to all those who are new here to worship with us. My name is Pastor Kevin, and uh, it's an honor for me that you choose to spend your time with us this morning. And I want to again welcome everyone at home on the live stream. I'm so glad you are here. Uh, many thanks to our tech guys who are constantly troubleshooting so you can all have the best worship experience at home as possible. Well done, team. You guys ready to dive in? Allison's ready. I heard her. I heard some mummerings that uh, I think you're ready. Man, 2020, that's a year for the books, huh? Yeah, and uh, now we're 10 days into 2021. I want to ask, how's it going? <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I guess I've enjoyed some of the lighter takes on this reality we've been experiencing. You know, I've seen online a couple of fun memes and whatnot. Here's just a couple of them. You know, 20, 2020 looks just like 2021. 2020 showing 2021 around the workplace. Got two crazed lunatics there and the clowns. I mean, none of us expected things to change like flipping a switch, right? But I mean, come on. 10 days in, what in the world? And quite frankly, right now, this week at least, for me, I've been carrying a lot of heaviness within me. It's this sinking, this burning, simmering sadness that is just within me over the current state of what's going on in our land right now. And I've watched, and I have listened, and I've seen such ugliness, such hate, such evil, not just on my TV screen that I'm sure you've seen, but also on my phone and the things people are sharing, the things people are saying in the comments and the ways that we are treating our co-image bearers of Christ— my heart feels heavy because I see brother turning against brother and sister against sister. And it all tells me how hard it is to keep Jesus at the center of our lives. And that he is the source of our hope and the source of our path. And over this year, and once again this past week, this pit in my stomach, I thought I knew the depths of it, and it keeps going deeper. Anyone else feel that way lately? It's just me. Oh, me and one other. Thank you. Yeah, that's how we have been feeling. But I need to know, you need to know, we together need to know there is still good in this world, that God is still at work, that in him we still have hope, and that in the kingdom of God, goodness always prevails. So for the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a little autopsy on 2020, trusting that God is constantly working all things out for the good of those who love and trust him as we discover and we celebrate some of the hidden victories of this past year. And that's going to help propel us forward into this year of 2021, no matter what it brings. And I believe as we set our minds and the things that are above, the things that are good, pleasing, pure, and true, then 2021 holds the potential to be one of the most important years in our lives as we choose to defiantly stand strong in the name of love and grace in the name of our Lord, no matter what is thrown our way. 
So I dove into the archives this week. I looked back at all the different messages and sermon series that we did over the past year. And I was like, I wonder uh, what's there. And, you know, I, I'm looking back, I'm like, man, hindsight really is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Had to. <laughs> and I found our very first series of 2020 to be just a little bit ironic. Does uh, anyone here recall what it was? Our first series last year. Bonus points if you remember. Little hint for you. Ready? Uh, look, look, look. I got it. I touched it. Only a little bit immediate. Oh, I'm probably over. That was a little too close. Oh, mama. All right. <laughs> we'll be all right. We'll work that out later. Stretched. Last year, the first series of 2020, we talked about stretched. Do you guys remember those ladies? Yeah. yeah. And we, have the, we had the audacity to talk about a desire to intentionally grow in our spiritual walk by boldly asking God to stretch us spiritually, to put us in situations that would grow us in our faith. Somewhat related question, did anybody feel like they were stretched this year? <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. I can't take credit for year 2020, but um, wow, wow, what a year of stretching. Who would have thought a year ago when we were talking about being stretched that we would have the year that we just had? And not only did our waistbands stretch, <laughs> but we were stretched in our patience, in our trust, in our values, in our relationships, in our walk with God. We were stretched in so many different ways this year. You would expect us all to look like this, right? Mi yeah, Mr. Fantastic or Elastigirl. Both heroes, both strong, both flexible, both amazing. That's what we hoped we would look like after all this stretching. But if we're honest, we probably feel more like this. <laughs> Taffy that has been pulled and pulled, and pulled, and it's almost like this mesmerizing, endless cycle of being stretched, and we are stretched out, and we are weary, and we're tired, and we just, we just want to rest and stop the stretch. So having been stretched every which way this past year, let's return to the passage we started our 2020 with to see what eyes we have now on that word of God that is living and active and see how it might speak to us on this side of the stretch. We're going to read from Hebrews 12. We're going to start with just verse 1. You're invited to turn there if you would like. It will also be on the screen. Hear the word of the Lord. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We've heard it said that our li lives can be summed up as one giant race. And whether we like it or not, each of us is always creeping closer to our own finish line. We can't change that reality. We can't change that, but we can change what we accomplish on the journey. And so Paul in this verse is encouraging us 
to run with endurance, to fight through any obstacle, to not turn to the left or to the right, but stay focused and on course and at a steady pace as we strive toward our goal. Our endurance has been tested this year. Every single way you cut it. And perhaps as you look back on this past year, you felt like you were starting off really strong. Like in January, you're like, yes, I do want to be stretched. I am ready to grow. I am ready to go. Let's do this thing. You found a healthy and sustainable pace. You're growing. You're working on goals. You're seeking to be more Christ-like in your words, your actions, your deeds. And then here comes March. It's like someone put a, uh, a, a sandbag on your shoulder. And you think, you know what? It's a little heavy, but I can run with this. I can still go forward. In fact, part of this, a little part of this, actually seems a little exciting. And it will just be short-term anyway. And so now you're running with a sandbag on your shoulder. April comes along, and oh my goodness, here comes another sandbag. And you got two, getting a little bit harder to run your race. And then you have to cancel that vacation you had planned, and you get another sandbag. And school's extended to be online only for the remainder of the year. And Easter is going to uh, be online only, and we can't gather together. And month after month, hardship after hardship, you feel weighed down by all this weight that has been put on your shoulders, and you feel like you will never make it to that finish line. And if we're honest, it wasn't just external things weighing us down. Those external things that were out of our control weigh us down. But as we all have experienced in this ongoing pandemic, it's the great revealer. It has revealed within each of us perhaps a little nastiness we didn't realize was buried within. Maybe there's something in there, that, that, that sin that's present in all of us, that starts to kind of seep out of us sideways. It might be a character flaw. Or maybe there's within us these selfish desires or a judgmental heart. You know, those weights are the ones that feel the heaviest when we have an awareness of them. And so we felt as though we were running, and now we feel so weighed down. There's no way we are strong enough to grow, let alone even make it to the end. How could we endure? How can we endure through all this? Well, if they say hindsight's 2020, then one of the main themes we talked about this past year, it's setting our eyes on God, setting our eyes on things that are above, and seeing the world as God sees things. Remember that sin and destruction and the world and everything else out there, it blurs our vision. It's hard to focus on what matters and what is good and what is right and what is true. But if we are focusing on the king, keeping our eyes on Jesus, we have what we're calling kingdom eyes. We start to see things as he sees things. And so putting our kingdom eyes back on and looking back at all that weight, I would love for you to consider this question. How has God been faithful this year? How has God shown up in the midst of this race this past year? What did he teach you? How have you grown? 
How will you be better and more like him after the trials this past year? See, God has done a mighty work this year. If only we have eyes to see it. That doesn't negate all the bad. The bad is still bad. But God can take the bad and make something beautiful out of it. And when we consider, consider uh, uh, some of these crazy exercise people. They do this thing where it's high-level athletes will put on weighted clothing, okay? They'll strap on this vest and this waist belt, and if they're crazy, like ankles and their wrists, and they put on all this extra weight, and then they will exercise willingly with all that weight upon themselves because they know if they can endure through their exercise with all that added weight, then once they take it off, they will be stronger and faster than ever before. And this year has weighed us down, but every hardship, every challenge is an opportunity for growth. And we know that God never wastes a hurt. He can turn anything bad into something beautiful if we are willing to see it. As it says in our passage today, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. This is the good news. The external burdens that we have been carrying over this year will slowly but surely, we'll be able to set them down. We've already been able to shed some of that weight. And we will eventually shed all the other added baggage. And what we find is the very things that weigh us down this year are the things that have made us strong to propel us forward to go wherever God leads. And you remember those extra heavy weights, those, those ugly ones that we don't want to acknowledge that are present in each person? The sin, you could say, that so easily trips us up? Well, an awareness is the first step to freedom. This pandemic in many ways has been the great revealer, so let's not waste our newfound clarity on what is good and what needs to change and instead invite God to do a mighty work within us so that we might let go of that weight, allow the Spirit to go to work and make us more into His image. As it says in 1 Peter 5, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. It's sometimes easy to take for granted that statement. God, the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything within them, he cares about you, specifically you. And so we can give him every worry that we have and we can trust him with it. But how do we do that? How do we do that and continue to run this race with endurance? To find out, we'll pick up on our passage from Hebrews 12, with verse 2 and 3. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. He disregarded its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility that he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary 
and give up. Because God is always faithful, we can put our faith and trust in him. As we look back, we can see that God has worked in mighty ways this past year. And when we see that God has been faithful, we can set our eyes forward and consider our response. So the question we must ask ourselves is, as we look ahead, how will you be faithful this year? How will you live faithfully? Can we be honest for a minute? It is not always easy to keep our eyes on Jesus. Oh, it's not that easy. We're like a dog in a field of squirrels and treats and squeaky toys. We get distracted every single moment, constantly focusing on the wrong things. And yet Jesus Christ is our guide, not just our compass, but also our guide. He's our North Star, point us home, keep us on target if we are locked on to him. And what is that thing that keeps our eyes focused on him? Well, it's faith. It's faith in Jesus Christ. Faith that he is who he says he is. And who is Jesus? Well, to the dead man, Jesus is life. And to the thirsty, he is living water. To the searching, he's the long-awaited answer. To the hurting, he is healing. To the addicted, he is freedom. For all, he is love. A love that heals, a love that forgives, a love that welcomes all who come to him. He's our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting father, the prince of peace who saves us from our sins. He's the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, and the life. And in Jesus, we find all our hope, our love, our joy, our peace, and our purpose. And so, when this world gives us trouble, when the trouble of this world weighs us down, we can take heart and we can keep our eyes on Jesus because he has overcome the world. And if he has overcome the world, he can and he will overcome all we are going through right here and right now. As the world shatters, as kingdoms rise and fall, as the earth erodes away, what will always remain? Jesus Christ. He is our constant, our everlasting constant, our everlasting comfort. The never-ending Savior who was and is and is to come. And so we can joyfully keep our eyes on him. And he endured the cross, the cross and the grave for us. So we can endure anything life throws our way because we know our goal. We know where we're going. We know our finish line. And we know the victory, the glory, the relief, the everlasting, never-ending shalom that awaits us. Sure, 2020 was one for the books. But what got us through? Our faith in Jesus Christ. And we don't know what the future will bring. None of us do. Only God truly knows. But no matter what, what are we going to do? We're going to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. We are going to trust he has a plan. 
we are going to believe his true word that teaches us that his goodness always wins. We are going to battle with our worship and our prayers. And when we are in the midst of that battle, we are going to endure and embrace the stretch because through the stretch comes growth. And through growth, God is preparing us for his kingdom work. And his kingdom will never end. It will never shatter. It will never crumble. He is working all things out even now. And so we can look ahead in faith and trust because he is our Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and he reigns. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are in awe of your faithfulness, your enduring faithfulness to your people. And when we consider who you are and we look back and think of this year, we can see those glimpses of your kingdom breaking through. We see the growth that we've been able to experience despite the pain. We see the joys that we didn't recognize were so important until we realized how much we missed them. And as we're getting closer to what we desire and normalcy, we pray that we hold on to all those things that we took for granted. Even now, Lord, we pray that we can seek you and set our eyes on you, to set our eyes on things that are above, to set our eyes on the things that are good, pleasing, and pure, and true. And through it all, God, we ask for your spirit to do your mighty work as you refine us, as you hone us, as you shape us, as you reveal to us those things we need to work on, God, we offer them to you knowing that you can work through the mess and make something beautiful. So we pray, Lord, that in your great revealing within each of us, that you also reveal those next steps and you also reveal how close you are to us because we trust that you journey with us through this life. Continue to guide our every step, Lord, We're deeply grateful for your faithfulness. And because of your outstanding faithfulness, we pray, Lord, that we may respond together in faith. We love you, God. We thank you, Lord. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.